And welcome back to another episode of City View with Mayor Tom Koch. It is August 2022 already, Mayor. Yeah, it's flying by now. Well, I'm All the squawking about the heat. There we'll we be go. squawking about the cold weather soon. Now, it's uh, my aunt used to say when we were kids on when July 4th hit, eh, summer's over. <laughs> uh, but now when August hits, it does kind of uh, remind us what's coming. I do love the autumn, though. I love the fall time of the year. Well, this uh, program, by the way, if you're just tuning in, this is Mayor Tom Koch. Uh, this is his podcast. We are sitting in his office. My name is Mark Carey, media director, and four months to Christmas, boss. Four months to Christmas. Oh, I'm going to get going on my shopping. Huh? There you go, yep. Uh, so anyway, let's uh, let's talk about, hey, you know, a lot of people have been saying this. We're going to start off with just a couple of light things before we kind of, we're going to shift direction a little bit on this podcast, which we usually talk about things happening in Quincy, and we're going to do that in the beginning, and then we're going to go off a little bit. I like the way, uh, and, and a lot of people have been saying this, the way you've activated sort of the, the Hancock-Adams Common, uh, the area right in front of the Old Town Hall and the Church of the Presidents. Which, there's a lot of activity going on here. There was, and it was anticipated. I mean, when we were in the design process and we had public meetings and we were deciding on the end product here, which has become the Hancock-Adams Common, and from all accounts, it's been well-received, a beautiful, beautiful public space. But we talked about, okay, spaces for public events in here. I think the biggest event we have in here is the tree lighting at Christmas yeah, of time. Course, yeah. By the thousands, it's amazing. But as we know, during the course of the year, particularly good weather, we are programming different events in here at different times. John McDonald works hard, as we know, on that one, yep. putting together some of the talent and, and, and so forth. And of course, the park and rec departments uh, part of the Department of Natural Resources, they're kind of the backbone on a lot of the stuff, making sure everything's cleaned up and the equipment needed and barrels and yeah. make sure we keep the space clean, which Mary Kale's crew does a good job daily. But yeah, that was kind of the idea. Let the public come in and enjoy it. And I, I've been at some of the events and uh, people really love it. They bring their lawn chair and uh, <laughs> and uh, bring whatever they want to eat or drink and, and uh, they enjoy it. It's good and, stuff. You know, it, takes a, it takes a lot of people to put on these little events. I mean, between TPAL gets involved, the police department gets involved, the fire department, DPW, parks departments. Yes. We're one city, but we have a, a lot of departments and components and divisions and they all come together to assist. We, we've been doing this stuff so long. I think, and I don't say this in a bragging way, but I think we do it well. So the departments know what they need to do. We put one of these things together, just like clockwork. They, they yeah. know what they got to do. And, and it's, uh, at the end of the day, it's the, it's the residents and visitors that win. Really, you get to enjoy it. Well, on that note, I'm just going to bring up the point that we do have this Saturday. This is being recorded on the, uh, what is it today, the, the 3rd of August? Yeah, it's the 3rd of August already. And uh, there'll be a multicultural folk festival at the Common this weekend. That is coming up on Saturday. We have a lot of events going on, but the big event, I mean, this actually from 3 p.m. is when it starts, is traditional Celtic music. There's also some classical Indian music being played. There's an Indian folk dance. Boston Chinese Dancing Incorporated is going to be here. We have the uh, German band, actually, from your, Ooh, from, from from your people. Your people, all right. And uh, we have Careful Eastern Sound and a polka band, which is really cool, and we're closing it up with an internationally known Irish tenor, which is, uh, that is Ronan Tynan. So uh, we're looking forward to that. That starts at Isn't 6 p.m. Isn't he a Yankees fan? Well, you know, he, he, no, he, I, I would say that he may have transferred his, his, okay. uh, right. his, his liking. I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. But he'll be here at 6 p.m. and that's a big one. So I know a lot of people have been calling daily to the, to the mayor's office. There is some limited seating, but you are requested if you'd like to bring a chair of your own. Uh, but that's there right. is a little bit of seating, and uh, it's it's free to the public. So that's going to be a beautiful concert for two hours. I haven't looked at the long-range forecast, but how's it looking for the weekend? Well, let's not iffy. talk about that right now. It's oh, a little okay. iffy, right, a little okay. iffy. So we're gonna have to we're working on that, I guess, tomorrow to figure out what the 
alternate plan for gotcha. that is. Okay. But beyond that, I mean, good I, stuff. Look at the Kilroy, look Kilroy Square with the with what's going on there too. I mean, every Friday and Saturday night, a Thursday through Saturday, there's a there's a nice beer garden out there. There's the uh, yeah, they've had some entertainment mixed in with it. It's yeah, it's a nice atmosphere. It's really nice. Yeah. If it does rain this weekend, as you just mentioned, it is your fault. You know that, right? Well, it's always my fault. <laughs> And that brings me to something, you know, I just want to ask, because this is, this is what happens, man. I, 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 we realize this is, and I know you don't care about it. Like, you don't, this is no skin off your back. You're pretty thick skin when it comes to this stuff, but. And I get plenty of it. When a store closes, you have nothing to do with it. The Good Health Store, which has been a fantastic place in the city where sure. the old Coleman's used to be, mm-hmm. has been a, a favorite of mine too. I mean, I'm a gluten-free guy, so I go there a lot. It's closing. Yeah. And uh, I want to just talk a little bit about that because people are blaming you for that. Like they blame the Hannafords leaving. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, I take my lumps and, and uh, when they're legitimate, I take them and, and directly answer any of those questions or concerns. But the reality, though, is, hey, look, we live in a, in a capitalistic society. There's a marketplace and it's been uh, pretty well spread by the uh, owner there that, you know, she's getting tired. She's got a place in Hanover that she's competing with Amazon, which is changing the retail world dramatically, and that uh, she's had enough and there's no heir apparent to take it over. That's, that happens. Now, am I guilty of taking Tasso's pizza that burned down 25 years ago? Yes. We got council approval to take that empty building. I don't hear anyone complaining about that one. And that will be then flipped to develop us so that we can get some good retail and, and other good uses in the downtown. So the, the idea that, you know, it's my fault, I just, I just, I always say it. People are entitled to their opinion, but not to the facts. I just wish people would pay a little bit more attention. And if they, if they hear something, or if they have a question about something, just call us. We'll give you the straight dope on it. We're not gonna, you know, fib about something foolish. I mean, the reality is, the store was here a long time. Now, if anyone knows me and looks at me, you know, I don't spend any time in the health store. <laughs> but you know, it was a great business, and I know a lot of people that enjoyed going there. Um, so it was sad to see her go, but that was a decision made by the proprietor of the store, not the city of Quincy, and certainly not Tom Coke. Well, I thought it was worthy of, uh, of just asking, forgive me, but I had to get on that road a little bit. Just It just happens. It's just part of what, you know, the society that we live in today with social media and everything else, you just never, it's good to set the record straight every once course, in a while. Of course, of course. That's why. Yeah. So, all right, let's just move off of that. This show has been a great vehicle to, to talk to folks, usually on two or three issues that are happening in the city every week, and, and you know, we're in the middle of the summer time, so... But sometimes, because we do have an, an audience that's outside of the city that have discovered this podcast from all over, from time to time, we've gone outside of the city and talked about some more broader issues that are affecting us as a society. Sure. And, uh, you know, especially, I just wanted to get on that road a little bit. And let's just start with a couple of news issues, shall we? Let's just start with our yeah. the Speaker of the House. Nancy Pelosi recently just went to... Taiwan. Just talk about that. What are your thoughts on that? First of all, answer the question directly. The Speaker of the House representatives has every right to visit Taiwan, as does, in in my opinion, any diplomat from any country in the world. What's gotten tricky over the years is is Nixon opened up the world with China, with relations. Following that, you had Jerry Ford, but Jimmy Carter then uh, recognized, on behalf of the United States, that Taiwan is a part of China, that it's independently governed, but it's, it's, in, it's technically part of China. So that complicates things, certainly. Taiwan escaped from, most of the people in Taiwan escaped from the communists when they were taking China over, and, and, and they built a flourishing, terrific economy there. So it, it is complicated. However, 
I believe the Speaker of the House has every right to go there. All this flexing of the muscles with, with uh, China, to me, is absurd. I mean, we're not talking about General McConville bringing half a million army soldiers with him to visit Taiwan. We're talking about the Speaker of the House uh, having uh, diplomatic relations with the government of Taiwan. So I, I think that um, here's the thing, Mark, that I think we sometimes people forget. We are so spoiled in this country, freedom of speech, speech. Freedom of practice in whatever faith, religion, freedom of the press. I mean, it could go on and on. We are spoiled here, rotten. Although there's an argument to me, we'll get into this another time, that those freedoms are, are coming into question. It's freedom of speech and freedom of, of, of uh, religion or your right to uh, worship. I think that that could get complicated. Hey, however, having said that, uh, you go to a place like China, since 1949, it's been communist ruled. We got a dictator there who's been there, what, 20 years? You go to Russia and see Putin, who's a dictator, another dictator. He's been there probably the same amount of time, if not more. This is in 2022. Who would believe, growing up in the United States of America, of course, because we're used to all these freedoms, that this still goes on in the world? Imagine an invasion in Europe in these days, in these times. You know, the Ukrainians are putting up a heck of a fight and they're getting some support from the background, everyone's concerned if we do too much, then will Putin push the button, et cetera, et cetera. We can't let these people go unchecked. When I say that, I say that you know, respectfully to the process. We always have to be talking. We also we always should have diplomat, diplomatic relations and trying to resolve things peacefully, right? But there are people you just can't deal with peacefully. Pardon my language, but General Mattis said, there are assholes in this world that just need to be shot. And, and I'm not advocating we go out and shoot people. But the point of that is there are evil people in this world. There's no question Putin is an evil individual. There's no question in my mind that the Communist Party, the government of China is evil, and they suppress people's rights, human rights. It could go on and on Uyghur, with all kinds of yeah, examples. So many. And what's tricky for us as a country is every four years we have a national election for president along with a percentage of the House and Senate. So... We're flipping policy every four years. Yeah. They're in it for the long haul. So anyone that says that we don't need the military should have their heads examined because the whole idea of a strong military is to keep the peace because we're witnessing today, if it weren't for our military, what do you think would be happening in the South China Sea? China would be taking over everything, the Philippines, the you name it. They'd be pushing it all the way to Australia. So we got to be mindful of that. That's not... Exaggeration. That's reality. Yeah, they, if they take these shipping lanes, these are the, these are all of the. They can take control of all the shipping lanes of all of Asia. Absolutely, absolutely. You just have to read his words, the president of China. You just read his words. He has said China will be the one superpower by 2049, the 100th anniversary of the communist takeover of China. That's the goal. So you're dealing with that, and and I know I think we've talked about that with with General Dunford at did, one point yeah. in the show that that China has acutely leveraged Russia against us, us against the Russians, played the game all the while building up their own military, all the while building up their own economy at the expense of anybody and everybody. It's just a reminder for, for folks out there that, oh, no, I, listen, I'm a, I'm a, I take my faith seriously and, and, and I'm not a violent man and, and peace is, is, is the ultimate goal, but we can't have peace when you have these nuts running around. I mean, I, my guess is you're going to hear from Rocket Man soon because he has had any attention in a long time, right? I mean, the dictator of North Korea, 
was the last time we heard about him? I, my, my guess is he's not happy because Putin and, and China are getting all the attention. I, so it wouldn't surprise me to see him pull something in the near future. And that is why we need to have a strong military. It absolutely matters. It makes the whole difference in the world, not just for this country, in the world. You go back and look, right? The World War II, we're getting into a subject here I really enjoyed. I know. World War II, we were, we were the country that really ended World War II. Now, the Russians lost millions and millions, as did other countries, but we were the industrial machine that pumped out the tanks, the planes, all that military equipment, the weapons and the bullets and the bombs, and those things needed to, to take care of um, the Axis powers, Hitler and, and, and Japan at the time. And, of course, Italy was on the wrong side. But when you look at the aftermath, right, we could have just taken over Japan. We didn't do that. We helped Japan rebuild to keep their culture, change their ways, but rebuild their culture. They're, they're a great economy. Look what we did for South Korea. One of the great democracies in the world. South Koreans love America more than many Americans love America. Uh, you know, so many Americans here are always critical of this country. We can't do anything right. They understand what's, a, what's a north of that, yeah. of that line. And, and uh, if it weren't for the Americans, they wouldn't have the freedom they enjoy. Now, I could go on and on. We can talk about European countries and all. No, we were not the imperialistic nation. We were the nation to help, to end tyranny, to help end evil in the world and uh, look around. Now, Russia, unfortunately, I, 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 am a, I, I enjoy history and, and I think that Roosevelt made some mistakes. I think he's playing footsies too much with Stalin to the end and not enough with Churchill. And look what happened in Eastern Europe. They finally get free after 50 years, after, after being put up with the, the oh, yeah. obviously the, the Nazis and then had the communist Rome wrote through and, and took over their countries. It was, that was not a good finish for those countries. My point is Russia wanted to dominate. America was freeing places, trying to return them to a place of not necessarily democracy, but certainly a place that they could, again, continue their culture and get back to some normalcy uh, with these nut crazy power evil uh, leaders that had taken over for a long time. Well, you time. talk about communism. That's the that's the real evil right there. Because of course it is. People romanticize the communistic way of life the, or the socialistic way of life where we're all, yeah. it just doesn't work. No, it doesn't. Look look historically. I mean, all you have to do is look. Look, look at South America, Venezuela, and some of those countries. It, it doesn't work. It, now listen, I'm not everywhere. suggesting capitalism is perfect. Unbridled capitalism is terrible. We need to have guidelines and have rules. And in the, in the time we're living where I think uh, morals are, you know, slipped, there's been an erosion yeah. in that world, we have to pay attention to the corporate world because um, they'll take full advantage when greed comes in. They want power and greed and make money, et cetera. So at what point does it, do you sacrifice certain freedoms or keeping it in check? I mean, there's, there's a lot of room for debate and argument there, but you've got to have some rules, regulations, and guidelines in capitalism. But you also need the freedoms for the market to work, right? I mean, you look at where most great inventions, medicines, it's happened here because of the freedom to do that, the freedom of thought, you know, Individual, education. Individuals, in, individualistic individual, that's creativity. That's right. It's, it's not comes from a party. Right. Communists, historically, they suppressed individual freedom. It becomes about the party, not about that freedom. And over time, you know, I, and I've talked to a lot of Asian immigrants that have come here that love this country, that despise the communist government and, and um, you know, feel the same way you do. And, and, and sometimes I think we forget because there's different faces out there. These immigrants, and I'm not saying all of them, but vast majority of them 
want to become citizens, want to become part of the great fabric of this land. They don't want to lose their culture. Certainly, they bring their cultural traditions with them. That's great. Many cultures that have come here have done that. Now, we can have a whole other show about assimilation and what we need to do. I think to some degree, we're losing our identity as a country because of the individual aspect of things. And again, maybe that's another show, another time. But you know, this is still a great country. We enjoy tremendous freedoms, particularly when you talk about around the world. In fact, our poverty level, people living below the poverty level in this country live at a higher standard than they do in China. And, you know, there is no perfect government. None. Democracy, what, what, what was said by Churchill? It's the worst, it's form, the of worst form of government except for all the rest. That's right. You know? I love that. I mean, it's a great quote. It's a it truth. Because, yeah, it's we're, truth. because we're human beings and we're flawed. The most efficient form of government is benevolent dictatorship, but um, <laughs> you can see what happens when you get a bad, yeah, per- bad person in charge. And yes. we see that in China. We see that in Russia. Uh, you know, I pray every night that uh, for the people of Ukraine, the people that live in, in parts of the world that do not enjoy freedom and are suffering either with rights or suffering because they don't have enough food to live uh, and eat with. Yeah. So, Well, in speaking of changes in this country, and I know we don't want to get on that whole wokeism thing right now, but we are in a really strange time. The economy is crashing before our very eyes, yet uh, the word recession, has the definition has been changed since in the last couple of weeks. And the example of that, I say, is Wikipedia and all of the scholars and everybody, all economists across this land would have told you that a recession was two quarters of a downward turn for the economy, right, or, or, or GDP growth. Now it's been changed to fit a better narrative and we're on a better track. I, I, I think people are smarter than that. I, they, I look, think so too. I remember um, President Reagan, because he inherited a horrible recession after the Carter years. And uh, I remember him saying, the difference between a recession and a depression is in a recession, your neighbor loses a job. In a depression, you lose your job. Now, the economy is different today. The unemployment isn't bad like it was then, but all the other issues are there. And the cost of living now is gone through the roof. We, you just see it at the gas pumps, for example. Yeah. I mean, um, uh, and, and gas and diesel fuel, all of that, that affects everything because everything is delivered. You know, to stores, the supermarket, all those price increases uh, get whacked with fuel when, when things are, are this crazy. So, you know, I, I think the average person knows we're in a recession. I mean, it, it historically, maybe it's not the worst recession we've had, but we're in a recession. I, I don't see how you, you, you beat around that one. I just don't. I, yeah, uh, people are deciding whether or not to get prescriptions or, or, go to, or go to the doctors or get gas. They have to work, and that's what's happening right now, right? It is indeed. And Across it's, this country. It, it, and it's very, very unnecessary. And look, I don't want to get into a, a partisan discussion. I'm, I'm, not a, uh, I, I'm not afraid to express my opinion. President Biden, when he was elected, said he'd bring the country together, and I have not witnessed that. I think he went way far left to appease the folks on the way left. And there's, you know, and we can't operate government from either the extreme left or the extreme right. You got to operate government. I think from the middle, you got to find compromise in areas uh, and to do that. And I think he further alienated people. He further divided the country in my view. And I'm, I'm disappointed in him in that. I truly am. You know, even, even look at, I, I think that, and, and keep in mind that he didn't win by a big margin. This country was almost 50-50 in that election on how they voted. Now, I'm not buying into the, the Trump, does the election was stolen, any of that crap. I'm not into that conspiracy world. The reality was Trump was rejected because of his behavior. No question in my mind. And I, he, he used to drive me crazy when, I, when I'd see him on TV or the tweets or whatever the hell it was. But separate that 
craziness, that personality from the policies. Some of those policies were very good for the economy. One you of can't these, say that. You can't say that. You can't say that. Uh, well, I, and that's the problem today. You know, I'm sure I could argue that there's some things that Biden has done well. I think overall yeah, he's been sure. a poor president. I didn't like personally Donald Trump. I couldn't stand the way he conducted himself. I didn't like the way he spoke about people. He didn't act presidential, right? But the economy was flying. We were energy independent. Gas prices were way lower. I, there was a lot going on in this country because of his policies, less regulation, some tax breaks. I mean, you look at the stats, and this this what bothers me, and I've said this to elected people. Give credit where credit's due. Biden said that, you know, he would resolve the vaccination issue. Well, if it wasn't for Trump doing what he did, the vaccinations wouldn't have been developed because he allowed at warp speed the development of vaccination. Forget the argument whether you should have one or not. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. But at the time, the drive was to how do we make this fast to get out to get the population of it. And Trump gets no credit for that, and he should. Doesn't mean you're going to endorse him for president if he ever runs again. I hope he doesn't. I hope him and Joe Biden step aside. I think it's time for some new thought, new generation to, to run this nation. I really do. And I think mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi should look at that as well. I mean, you know, enough's enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, maybe I went too far. No, but, no, but no. But the reality a, is, at the end of the day, the just, average person, you got to look at things, you got to look at the facts, look at issues. Put aside likability for a second and just look at the facts and, and make a decision. I think we're in a recession. I'm not an economist, and I'm always hopeful and optimistic, but you know, you just have to look around. Well, last, People are hurting. Last weekend, Wikipedia's definition was that two quarters. It's changed in two days. And they're not allowing you to re-edit what it says in Wikipedia. I know you don't know Wikipedia that well, but I'm, but you can actually go in and Is edit that a shot? it. They're not allowing... <laughs> no, you just, I know you're not tech-savvy. You can't even go in there and edit to what it really is. So when they're hiding what truth is, that's a little scary. And that brings it back to the China thing. And you just talked about it. We get 90-something percent of our uh, microchips and our computers, our electronics, everything from China and Taiwan. That's exactly right. It's going to affect us. And that's one of the things Trump pointed out. We need – and that that lesson of the pandemic should have been an eye-opener, an awakening for this country. We need to do manufacturing right here for the stuff that we need as a nation. We really do. When that came out that China produces 90% of our pharmaceuticals, I almost threw up. That's yeah. that's unbelievable. 95% of our of our microchips are out of Taiwan. Yes, I know that. It's insane. Yep. yep. That, well, uh, we got a lot of work to do as a country. We do. But we got to come to the table. We got to we got to be more common sense. Forget the ideology and the crazy left and the far right. We got to come to the middle and come up with some some things for the American people, not as a Democrat, not as a Republican. Not as a lunatic, but it is an American. That sounds like yeah. common sense to me, and I don't know if uh, <laughs> we're all ready to, to swallow that yet. Hopefully we can. Thanks, Mark. We'll talk more Quincy next week here on City View with Mayor Tom Cope.